the internet, and welcome to season 115, episode one of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers. Wow! And their Coke industries, and fuck Fox News. Dangerous. <laughs> it's Monday, January 6th. 2020. Are we going to say 2020 or t- 2020, Jamie? What do you think? We're going to say 2020. 2020. 2020. Did uh, you see those bar- that Barbara? Yeah. yeah. This, this is, is 2020. 2020. <laughs> it's 2020. Uh, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Hey, gang, your daddy's home. He's not going to leave you all alone. Thinking about this dumpster fire. Oh, 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 I'm Jack O'Brien. That is courtesy of Moke Swagger. And I'm thrilled to be joined by my special guest co-host, Jamie Lofter. And we all say, oh, well, I never was there ever. A freak would get so clever as magical little Zamboni. Do, 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 do. That's, if you haven't seen Cats. Oh, I really like that from song. Cats. I, I've never heard it. You've got it. It's, it's wild to me that you have not seen it yet. I, I know. It's, I, I, I'm, well, actually, I think four people have seen I'm it. I'm ashamed. No, it actually did better than you would expect for being it what made, is. It made back like 12% of it. <laughs> <laughs> and we exactly. love that for cats. I do. Uh, and we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented Paula V. Ganalan. Hi. What's up? Hi. Nothing. What's up with you guys? We're thrilled to have you. We're thrilled Thrive. to be back. to be here. Thriving. Thriving. Living my best life. How was your uh, holiday? How was your New Year? How it was, was your fun? I was in New York, and then I flew back on Christmas. Wow! Um, lots of people in the airport, which I was not expecting. Wow! But it's also, like pretty cheap to fly that day, right? It, it was cheaper. That's why yeah. I did it. But also, a lot of dressed up dogs. Uh, they're all like flying to and from home. Special occasion dogs. Yeah. Just it by themselves? Worth it. With, uh, <laughs> unsupervised dogs. To and from unsupervised. <laughs> The airport shuts hey, I don't down. Know. It's a dog, it's it's a dog daycare. It's a dog now. park. Tell yeah. me you wouldn't watch a Disney Plus movie called Unsupervised Dogs. Oh, hell yeah. I would watch it. I would watch the fuck out Isn't of that it. what uh, Lady in the Tramp Lady in the Tramp is sort of? The I, live action Lady in the Tramp. I've watched the first 20 minutes twice. You, I watched I watched most of it, and, my, and Sonny was like, Transfixed. Oh, was he was he? like barking at uh, the CG dogs because something uh, oh. wasn't quite right. What problematic thing do you think he was screaming at the oh, screen? Oh, Sonny was Sonny was like, why aren't they like, why aren't they cussing? <laughs> like, just wish that the Tessa Thompson dog was swearing. Yeah. Do you think but. that they dogs get mad that they have stereotypes about different breeds? <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I wonder. I don't know. I think anytime Sonny barks at a dog, I'm like, he's calling her. A bitch, and he's not wrong, but it's not right. Mm-hmm. Hey, let that. me smell that butthole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me Come smell on, that hole. Let me smell cats. holes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're going to actually talk a little bit about cats. And yes. Pavi, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. But first, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. Uh, cats, obviously. Uh, we're going to talk about the situation with Iran. Uh, what is happening? We're at war, maybe? Going to be? Who knows? Uh, We are going to talk about the most perfectly timed viral campaign uh, at the end of last week uh, by Kohl's and Under Armour. Um, We're going to talk about Democratic primary. We're going to talk about Marky Zuckerberg at Costco. uh, He's just like us. He's totally normal and totally at ease. Uh, Segway (laughs) is back. And she's more dystopian than ever. 
mm-hmm. uh, all of that and plenty more. But first, we like to ask our guest, Pallavi, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Um, I just searched, uh, I, I had a tweet about communion, so I searched <laughs> to make sure I knew what communion was. Like the wafers? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And? And it's exactly what I thought it was. Yeah. Because my tweet was uh, me finding out what communion is, and it's... Them crackers. <laughs> yeah. I was like, make sure you're not ignorant while being ignorant. Right. <laughs> That's right. They're the least crispy crackers, but they do melt in the mouth. Um, do, do you not guys, in the hand. Do you guys like, fi- I, I don't know, do you find it like, I, I kind of want to watch him like wash his hands before he like feeds everybody crackers. Uh, that's part of the Catholic ritual. I think. Oh, it is. I think. I think. Yeah. There's like. I've seen it a couple. But it's times. very ritual hand washing where you oh, like yeah, pour yeah. a little bit of cold water over their hand. And they're like. I want like a good sing happy birthday twice while scrubbing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to see that because I've seen it a couple times and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know about this. Like. Catholic communion is like the most sinister shit you could witness. It's it's freaky. He, I don't know. It also feels like he's just doing his dishes because, like, he after the yeah. wine thing, right. he has to clean that out, and then you have to watch him like fold his dish towel, and then you're like, he's lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I like always find like watching Catholic rituals both sinister and weirdly comforting because you're yeah. just like, they're did just, you grow up Catholic? A little bit. We grew up like a lot of different stuff. I like did. did we did Catholicism for a little bit, and then we Done switched it. over to Protestant, and then Ooh. we were Wiccans for five minutes, and then we quit. Wait, your organizing. whole family, your family was were Wiccans? Wiccans? My mom and I were Wiccans. Oh, hell yeah. We went, my mom got a lot of books, uh, and then we went rogue for like a couple of, like a very short amount of time, like maybe a few months. Did, did anything then, like prompt this? My mom, well, yeah, my mom's best friend is Wiccan. Oh, okay. And the Pope uh, of Wicca. She's, she, she's the- Slapping hands all out of the All-female reboot of the Wiccan Pope. And so we were Wiccans for for a second, and then we were just like, you know what, let's just sleep on the I, weekend. I have an uncle who, like, always changes religion. He's always, like, searching for something. Yeah. I kind of like that. started yeah. out Hindu, and then I think it's, yeah, so he started out Hindu, and then he, like- found a guru and then he was like buddhist for a while and then he was like really into like reiki (laughs) like he was constantly and then the last time i I went back he was like we need to talk about neuro pathways (laughs) and i'm like we don't uncle (laughs) i don't think you understand what's going on i feel like that is everyone has like a certain uncle who's searching yeah searching uncle i have an uncle who's always trying to invent something he tried to invent a hand sanitizer that's like in, it's a, but it's a bracelet. He, t- I think he like took his like my cousin's like college money and was like hand sanitizer bracelets are the future. We're like, I don't think it is. Oh no. Oh no. Anyways, he's looking. He's searching. Yeah. yeah. He's buying the book. Searching for a job for his son now. <laughs> I, I hope your uncle finds. What what he's he's I also yeah. hope that uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Uh, Shout out. What is something you think is overrated? Um. Oh, I, it was what I talked to you about. I actually wrote this down before we talked about it. Dog diapers. I think they're Dog overrated. Diapers <laughs> suck. <laughs> they're so bad. The poop gets everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so people who have kids, imagine if your baby's ass was hairy. It would yeah. be impossible to clean. And also, like if yeah, if gross. your baby was a lot faster, <laughs> right? <laughs> like yeah, running yeah. around. Yeah, and there is just shit like trailing behind. Yeah, yeah. it's a it's a nightmare. It's because every time I tell them that my dog has accidents, they're like, "Use dog diapers," and I'm like, "You don't have a dog, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You don't know what you're talking about." I think they're okay for pee. 
Yeah, they're okay for pee, but you never know when the poop's going to come out. (laughs) Do not use them for poop. They're so bad. But they're so cute. They're very cute. Yeah, they are really cute. Aesthetically. Dog butts are very cute. Dog asses rule. Yeah, dog butts are very (laughs) cute. Like just walking them, like watching them scurry around. They look like teddy bears. So watch, yeah, watch the way it moves. Oh, man. I love to see it. Look at that thing. Look at that thing move. (laughs) That's all they're thinking when they go to sniff, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The same thing we're thinking. No one can resist. I get it. No, dogs I get it I get the obsession uh, what is something you think is underrated uh, roommates everybody's always mm, complaining yeah. about their roommates but again my roommates help me with my dog oh wow um, but they're very sweet and they're also it's also good to have roommates that are not in comedy when you're a comedian yes, right. yes right. absolutely like, oh you guys have other lives and aren't narcissistic yay <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I feel like having roommates who aren't necessarily like part of your same scene or like your friends that's something i never did but like i've now known people who well, what about have your kids? done that <laughs> yeah, yeah they're well yeah. your kids both have podcasts yeah right, so are on this network yeah uh, it just hasn't dropped yet or they're we're trying to get their language skills up to <laughs> the one-year-old is really struggling I, to- uh, I totally agree with you though yeah it's like way I, I like living with people who also like have like a limited grasp on what you do and vice versa you're yeah. like oh this is nice it's like being back yeah. at home yeah. like with parents who are like what oh that you use that in your little comedy yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> use that in your comedy. or they like give you ideas because they're not just talking about comedy the whole time so they're like oh, yeah. oh I read this article about this other yes. thing that's not just on Twitter or like oh did you know this thing was invented by this and you're like what there's yeah. a level of sincerity you can't access in your in your day to day life. It's great. It's dope. that is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? This one I always uh, have a hard time with, but uh, today because. <laughs> I was looking it up. Uh, female orgasms. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, looking it up. But I, was, I, am, I do like a web series uh, called Dirty Science. And for the next episode, I'm going to talk about female orgasms. And uh, the female orgasm was right now. It's not associated with like ovulation or anything. But in other species and perhaps in the past, it might have been. Hmm. Like it might have been the reason that women were like, like you orgasm and then it like coaxes you to ovulate. And oh, interesting. Yeah, so it might have been like a part of the the progress of like having a baby. Oh, okay. But now it's not. What up? <laughs> <laughs> now it's just just for funsies. Now it's just for funsies. I heard it that is. 207 senators went to yeah, SCOTUS exactly. and said women can't legally come anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's against the rules. Oh, boy. Well, speaking of uh, all sorts of orgasms, Jamie... You saw cats. I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So wait, Pallavi, have you seen cats? I, I have. I, I saw the original cats on Broad Fucking Way. Broad Fucking Way. When I was a child, and What's then up? did you the, love it? I okay. Honestly, the only thing I remember was like during intermission they had the like the main king cat guy. I don't remember any of it from the, now. But like they had the main guy just sit up on stage and you could like Dench cat, yeah, and you could like walk around him and take a picture, and he just like sat still. <laughs> Right, was so wasn't that young. part of the thing that like the cats come into the audience? Do they do that in Broadway? On on, Broad- um, on I don't Broadway? remember them being near me, but I, they were like all over the place. Oh, <sighs> yeah. I because I'd seen two local productions of it, which is I I seeing like it. I don't I don't know. I would love to see a production of Cats that was like by competent 
performers because I've seen two local ones and they were incredible, but for probably not the right reasons. I thought you were going to say that one a performance by Cats for Cats. <laughs> I would like to see. Cats, let's see where Cats is. Okay, so I, okay. So cats is I think I think the new Rocky Horror in terms of everyone right. has been oh, saying yeah. people will watch it at midnight. It's so horrific to look at, but I I I loved it so much. Right. It's so good. It's so horny. There's no it, one of the great things about it is that there's no way to spoil it for anyone. You can just talk about cats freely because the plot is nothing. It's just cat after cat after cat coming out being like, I'm the cat that does this thing. And then Idris Elba shows up and turns them into dust. And that also kind of has nothing to do with the plot. But Idris Elba is the villainous cat. Right. And he's giving it 110 percent. God only knows how long it'll take him for him to bounce back from this because he right. was supposed to be. James Bond, and now he's this cat, right? But anyway, <laughs> but you, do you think he's still just permanently this cat? I, I, I'm, I don't know. He really, he, people committed to the cats at varying levels, right? And uh, I, I found who is the least committed? The least? Oh, that's a good question. The least committed, I would say would probably have been Taylor Swift and she was still pretty committed. I didn't even know she was in it. She's in it. They clearly had her for two days but right. she was in it. She plays like Idris Elba's like femme fatale cat. They, Harley Quinn. Basically. <laughs> yeah. okay. This is basically Joker. Yeah. Idris Elba's Joker. <laughs> but she, they, they like wrote a song for her. There's all these great cursed images of her and Andrew Lloyd Webber sitting down together. I'm like what could they be talking about? <laughs> but She's Everything. Like, she's like, I, I love Davida. Um, <laughs> but so she's in it and they like the things that they do to the cat's bodies are very bizarre. Like some cats have very voluptuous human features and others are just cats. Um, huh. And then like, uh, what's her name? Like unzipped her fur. I saw that. Rebel Wilson. So that people... scene, I think, is the one that people have seen who haven't even seen the movie. Yeah. That's where Rebel Wilson like... unzips her fur and, and there's, there's more, roaches, more fur. But hot pants. Oh. The roaches are also in that scene. Rebel Wilson, I would say, is one of my least favorite cats. It's not a her thing. It's just it's just a hard a hard part of the movie. And is so, she eating roaches in that she, scene? She's eating roaches, and then they zoom in on the roaches, and the roaches are kind of like dancers, circus dancers, right. and they have top hats, and they have human faces, and we, yes. don't, we don't like it. No. Do and real cats eat roaches? N- no. No, that's not mm. a, Well, no. I mean- they eat rodents, but it's not like yeah. I, not, I've, they I've definitely seen, don't. I they don't. don't. Yeah, no, I've never. I don't know. Like my dogs I don't know have I'm eaten with roaches before, like just because they like saw a big bug and it seemed like something fun to eat. I feel like it's more like accidental than a like cat thing. Right. <laughs> exactly. But whole, this like the scene that I saw it seemed like it was uh you know they had a hunting method yeah to like knock it off the. The whole thing is, I think Ian McKellen committed hardest to being a cat in the traditional sense. Right. He's really swishing he, around. He's with swishing the tail. around. He's going, wow. Oh There's goodness. one time where he basically looks to cameras like, wow. You're like, wow, 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 wow. Uh, I, my favorite cat was Jason Derulo cat. Okay. He was unbelievable, committed harder than I've ever seen. And, and also on the cat's press tour, he was like, this is genius this is the best fucking thing that's ever happened <laughs> and he was mad 
he was upset that they edited out his, his bulge. Package. Yeah, because Jason Derulo is really into his bulge. Yeah, loves his dick. Yeah, which I know for sure because I text. No, because um, <laughs> I went to. He won't stop DMing me. Uh. <laughs> I went to Madame Tussauds recently. Oh, no. and they have a wax Jason Derulo, and the package is no. like impressive. Wow. Yeah, yeah, like it was clearly a part of the Children contract. Children go there. <laughs> Children go there. It's they're at markedly package bigger. level too. Yeah, yeah exactly. They, the children are. It, it was it was alarming how. I mean, so there was. It started with his Instagram post where he was wearing underwear <laughs> and his. He was just like had his big thing hanging out to the side. I love his. I love that story so much because he like said he, it, it got taken down. He fought back. He he clapped back. Yeah, and said, like, "Where's my bulge pick?" And then he also said that that picture was uh, candid, right. which if you saw it, was clearly taken by like- It looked like a fashion Annie photo. Leibovitz Jr. Right. Like, it was right. like not a candid picture. Oh, Jason Derulo. Um, now, there there is some controversy from Katz uh, about whether Ian McKellen's character eats his uh, boyfriend Katz's asshole or not. Um. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. I. I. I, I don't, I'll have to see it a third time to tell okay. you for sure. <laughs> Did you see it twice? Enhance. Enhance. Did you really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a <laughs> lot of people I know saw it twice. Oh, that's amazing. It's, I really because it's confusing the first time. I think. Yeah, and then the second time you're just like you just kind of like go to this other. I don't know. I saw it in a big group the first time and a smaller group the second time. Don't go alone. Definitely don't right. go alone. And don't go like to an afternoon screening. It's meant to be in a group full of people that are like vibrating at right. night. And bring right. your cat. Jennifer Hudson uh, is, I mean, it's like, she, this isn't fair to her, but she still delivers. Right. She, she sings memories, right? She sings it like four times, but the, you can <laughs> <What>? tell. <laughs> she, sings like, it, she sings like a verse every 20 minutes. And then at the end, you get the Jennifer, like the, right. like it's, it gets really, but she like gives you a taste so many times. And then she plays the cat that like, so in the show there, she's the cat that like no one likes and you're like, why? But whatever. They just don't like her. Right. And so like the main cat keeps going out and being like, hi. And then Jennifer Hudson sings three words of memory and she's wearing this huge coat. And then she gets on her hands and knees and crawls away. And it's, they do this long shot multiple times of Jennifer Hudson crawling away in this long jacket. Right. And you're like, some of the cats wear jackets also, others don't. Huh. Idris Elba's wearing clothes the whole movie until the end, at the end he suddenly isn't. And it's like, Put the clothes back on. Oh right, because he's like ripped. <laughs> but he's, he's like a cat. human ripped, but yeah. a cat. They're like James Bond training on a cat. Right. And then they gave Taylor Swift these like gigantic cat titties that are human titties that but are just also two not of them, right? her. Yeah, just two of them. Right, just when, human titties. When yeah. there's she, there should have been six. There well, should, right, cats I, have six titties. Have you ever picked up Caitlin a pregnant a cat or like a breastfeeding have cat? Have I? Oh, no. <laughs> it feels so fucking weird. Oh, You're like, ah! My 12-year-old dog, like now you try and pick him up and like part of him like doesn't come up with you like yeah. it's just like he's like all jiggly all he's over the shifting. place yeah, yeah i feel like that's the closest i've come but um, <laughs> the closest you've come <laughs> yes um but my my the best cat in the movie for me is skimble shanks the railroad cat um played by 
uh, some guy. Steve, oh, really? Stephen yeah. McRae. Stephen McRae. He looks like a legit Damn, look dancer. At look at that. He is, yeah, there's a few cats that are like professional dancers, and that's why you don't know who they are. And then there's like James Corden, and you're like, no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> He's like in a carpool karaoke bit. <laughs> James Corden is giving it like a weird amount of like he's good and then they also like clearly let him riff and then they didn't cut it out like, oh. I'm like don't let James Corden riff <laughs> what are you didn't doing cut it out can you imagine I get like letting him do it <laughs> but, I'm like he's not gonna shut up wait, if you don't let him like... do it but like <laughs> I just like and then they didn't cut it like, out when they you added say riff, CG for like adding like he's riffing on like the idea of cats or he's like doing jokes he's doing like he thinks he's in a Judd Apatow movie like no. he's just like he's improvising whatever Ooh. Whatever. I like, you know, he can, I like him in the car. I just don't like when he gets out of the car. Oh. That's my Get thing. Get back in your Corden. car. Stay in the car. Is his and background like musical theater or something? Yeah. And he's also like the most despised person in Britain. People for, don't like him. I don't know what the People reasons hate are. Him. But they, they think hate we're him. idiots for liking him. Oh, really? It's yeah. like, it's kind huh. of like Ricky Gervais where like they, they, they were almost like, like, like the UK hated them so much that they just came, came to America here. and yeah. started bothering us. Wait, the UK hates Ricky Gervais? Yeah, yeah, every, I mean, everyone hates Ricky Gervais. What? He's what? my favorite. No. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I actually really did love you... the British office, but he D- yes. is. But that was 20 years ago. Yeah, the, that was a while did ago. Did you see I... that Ricky Gervais tweet about Joker? <laughs> no, what Ricky did he Gervais. say? He like, oh wait, it was like so earnest and you're like, yikes, <laughs> sweetie. Uh, it, wait, Demi, did you debate? tweeted it oh yeah i did see this actually it was just like ricky gervais being like wow performance of the century oh yeah of the decade me me love it so much (laughs) just like oh yes he said film and performance of the year prayer emoji hands he he tweeted at the joker movie twitter account too okay embarrassing Um, for everybody (laughs) this I, i feel like with um with cats Going back to cats. Yes, please. Um, do you actually think it's going to ruin Idris Elba's like, career? Because I feel no. like there's so many cats in there that you can't right. distribute. No, he'll be fine. He'll absolutely be fine. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, okay. I think the dancer cats we're seeing, we'll never see them again on screen. We'll have to go to the, you know, French ballet to see them. Right. Jennifer Hudson's going to be in the Aretha Franklin movie. She'll oh, be, yeah. She'll oh, be she's going to be great. In that. Every, like, literally, everyone's going to be fine. There's too, many, there's too many cats to so target. So, the director. Tom is, Hoover will not be fine. He <laughs> his life so, is over. But I, <laughs> his life Jesus. is over. His family <laughs> has left him. My cats. <laughs> I, I respect the him. shit out of what he did, though. Isn't it amazing? Because it's like such a risk. It's he created something that now like exists in the firmament of people made fun of me for calling so many movies iconic in my look back at the decade and our look back at the decade. But this I do iconic. feel like this has become. I can't like it's a cultural thing that everybody is drawing on that is in like the cultural mind firmament now. I, I like that you don't have to be good for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to like be weird enough and like I don't know. Like there there's I mean, here, remember this uncanny valley of cats. Right. I heard, <laughs> He's yeah. gonna have to make indies until he dies, but I'm glad he did this. Right. <laughs> really Me too. Glad he did I this. mean I like he started with the King's speech, which oh, I have a I, voice. I, oh, I don't shit. I, I was always mad at that movie for beating Social Network. Saw at it the, twice in theaters. Yeah, I was mad at, at it canceled. because Jamie saw it twice in theaters and thought that was more than it deserved. <laughs> uh, but it was just like a blah movie. And then he made Les Mis, 
which I thought was like blah and bed. So yeah. like for him to go in this direction. And he made the Danish girl, which also has not aged very well. Oh yeah. Um, and then he made I mean, of those four, cats <laughs> I think is by the far most the strongest and right. and history will remember. He looks right. like he should have been in King's speech. Right. Like <laughs> it's like this is me. Can you and it's like it took so much. It's all so expensive looking. They had the practical effects makeup and then they put CGI on top of the practical effects makeup, and so it's very unnerving. But it's good. And they also like somebody was like, I figure I forget who it was. They tweeted it, but they were like, I figured it out. It's because they didn't give them cat noses. They right. were like oh, human that makes noses. So much and then sense. she like she like photoshopped and gave them like cat noses, and mm-hmm. somebody else made them more cat like, and it looked so much better. I feel like huh. they look more cat-like on stage than they do in the movie. Yeah, because yeah. it is just like Rebel Wilson's face. That makes yeah. sense. It's have like you... they should. We should have done the thing that they did with like Sega, where <laughs> or Sonic with, with Sonic. Sonic. Yeah, just yeah. Pressured where people. we just like that is pressured. an interesting new trend yeah. where people are like betting like 150 million dollars on these giant yeah. CG products, but like for some reason they're not like focused group testing the yeah like, or just images like enough? stepping back right <laughs> for like yeah. a second like give it a night sleep on it guys. give it to, like yeah. show it to your wife or right. whatever yeah. <laughs> you're like oh what the fuck is that yeah i do like that um everybody pressured uh for the sonic thing to be better because it was so much better after they're like yeah your art isn't the art we want <laughs> right yeah it, he this shouldn't have us. weird teeth like that yeah weird human teeth um well, all right. Well, that this is something. This is was, obviously a developing story we'll be returning to over time. You really, if you <laughs> haven't seen it, see it See it with a loved one who is like on the fence of whether they want to see it, and then they will be fully on board. Yeah. I saw Bombshell over the break. Ugh, whatever. Oh, I, I wanted saw, to know about that. Well, it just, it was, it was, all the performances were good, but it was like written and directed by two straight white guys. And so they were just like, um, this is feminism, right? And you're like, no. Right. Uh, so that was whatever. Little Women liked it. Cats, I mean, by far, whew, I loved it so much. Really? Well, which of, like you of those three, it. which will stick with me? Cats. But I, I really did like Little Women too. Everyone okay. should see that too. Little Women too? Little women. The, the, I can't Littler they women. It They're smaller. They're tiniest Littler. women. <laughs> this time Beth lives. Uh, <laughs> no. Spoiler alert. In case you haven't read Little Women. Tweet. I someone yelled at me for spoiling little I was like, this <laughs> shut up. There was a, I saw a tweet recently that was like at the there's a cut scene at the end of Little Women where Beth Sands <laughs> shoots out of the grave. Oh, if Sam Jackson drops in, he's yeah. like, "We need you." <laughs> you look that up. Whose tweet that is, so we can cite them. It's oh, a great tweet. That was really funny. Um, um, but yeah, that's good too. Everyone should see it. Yeah, I loved Uncut Gems. Uh, oh, I haven't seen it yet. I I saw Knives Out. I didn't mm. see Knives Out. Oh my I've seen god, out it was so good, and it was original. It rules. It's so it's so perfect. <laughs> it's the perfect movie. It and rules. It's, it's what another one of these uh, movies that's like an original. It's not part of like existing IP, and it's doing really well at the box office. It's- so maybe. That will be the trend of the 20s. Maybe we'll stop Ugh. making nothing but sequels. I'm going to go like see Like Little it. Women 2. There's, there's some Beth's Revenge. <laughs> Beth's uh, Revenge. I, uh, I'm going to go see it, I think, one more time because Ryan Johnson did like a director's commentary oh, really? that you can like bring to the movie theater with you and listen while you watch oh, it. Weird. So I think I'm going to go do that. that it's like cool. a museum. He was yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> yeah, exactly. interviews on... Uh, 
I think it was the Girls in Hoodies podcast, which we now Ooh. have the uh, on Grantland. We now have the uh, descendant of that with all the women from that show called Night Call on our yeah. network. But they interviewed Ryan Johnson, and he was so interesting to listen to. And He's such fun. a smart, like just interesting person like his thinking about movies is really interesting big fan i, I yeah. like liked it so much and i was like why aren't movies like this seems simple it's just a good script mm-hmm. and right. then good performances yeah. and like being self-aware like why aren't not all movies this? right yeah it's like also it's like one of i don't know I, I i feel like it made me think about how rare it is to like be able to tell that everyone who's performing is enjoying themselves oh and right. it made yeah. me think of other movies i'd seen recently where i'm like they did a good job but I don't think that they were like Having stoked fun. to be there yeah. like oh. everyone in Knives Out seemed like they were so happy to be in that movie yeah, yeah it was so great. fun uh, well you'll be disappointed to know that the studio has quietly uh, rolled back all their campaigns to have cats nominated for Academy Awards mistake and, yeah, Mista- no, truly I think that them <laughs> taking uh, the Taylor Swift song out of the original song consideration is a, is a mistake, mistake. Yeah. yes uh, well I over the break saw The Family Stone <laughs> which is a very old <laughs> Christmas movie uh, that uh, I don't know was fine was and uh, I saw The Grinch The New Grinch on Netflix Cumberbatch 35 Grinch. times I saw the Netflix documentary Don't Fuck With Cats oh Did my you? god I saw that on oh, Christmas Eve what I is watched it? What oh is my it? god oh He's my god I'm getting a no 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 watch don't want to watch it it makes you very uncomfortable the whole time you're never comfortable and you're just like why is this happening and I kept having to look away yeah like because I was so almost started crying alright actually before before we uh, get into the details of the plot from this documentary, spoiler alert, guys, if you want to watch this documentary, which has lots of twists and turns, uh, you know, fast forward a couple minutes, three, three minutes. What do you think? How long did we talk about? Yeah, three, 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 four, four minutes. minutes. It's okay. been haunting me for a lifetime, though. Yeah. All right. <laughs> to forget about it. But it's, it's about this, like guy who put up these videos of him torturing cats oh no and then a facebook group was formed to find him and the methods that they use are good so like yeah they were smart so, but like unethical and like yeah so weird. oh yeah very and it was it was just like vigilante people like searching right. for him Internet and then vigilantism is scary yeah and then he ends up like I don't know if I sh- like it's not a spoiler because it's already happened in real life right yeah so, yeah no but he like kills someone he kills a person because it was escalating his videos, and then oh, shit. He, he was a he was this Canadian guy, and he sent the the body parts to like the pr- Canadian like prim- Justin Trudeau, yeah. like give his he like and it was and these people Holy were tracking shit. him, and the police weren't like listening to them or like what yeah. it was. It's a wild like I think that the documentary maybe gave a little bit too much credit to the internet vigilantes, but it was yeah. like, a really interesting internet story. vigilantism and, is. Like, and I feel I've like just... you shouldn't encourage it too much. No, because, yeah. time, it reminded me of the marathon. Yeah, bombing. the. Bo- Boston yeah. Marathon bombing was really scary. That's what like because I was I was in there. I was like, oh yeah, that's definitely the dude. Like I wasn't writing that, but I was like, I was like following in... it closely and like trusting Reddit. I was and like ready for them to like take out this guy who it totally was this... wasn't. We yeah. were in our basement apartment, like in Boston, yeah. being like, they found him and they hadn't. And there was like a sort of story about that in Don't Fuck with yeah. Cats, where they thought they had found him and they ended up kind of targeting this like. Person who was struggling person. with depression, yes, who ended up um, taking their own life. It was bad. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. and then Elsa at the end, I hated the end. The end was like the last Weird ending. The yeah. end, she like they were like, 
we don't know if we encouraged him, but because he joined the group, like the guy. Oh yeah. He joined the group and he gave them clues. Like, and that's why they were like on his, that's the only reason that oh, they like Jesus. got, but like, and so they were like, we don't know if we encouraged him because he wanted the attention. Right. And then at the end, like, so she's telling her story, right? And then she's looking at a person off camera. And then at the end, she turns and makes eye contact with the camera. And she's like, she basically gives you a lecture of whether or not you should even be watching this documentary. And, like, you and it's did like, this. you're in the fucking documentary. At the end, and she at does the end. She's like, so Fuck I don't know if we, and I'm like, Wait, but you know it's so been- shocking because she looks into the camera for the first time. It's like the Peloton ad where you're like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what? what the you fuck? You know kind of funny? It ends very similar to Cats. Oh my God. Because at the end of Cats, the movie, Judy Dench breaks the fourth wall and is like, now that you've seen Cats, how are you? She sings this long, it's in the musical, but she sings this whole song about like, you should be nice to your cat, ask them what their name is. Like it's, it. she breaks the, huh. much like don't fuck with cats. They, it's just a woman out of nowhere breaking the fourth wall huh. and I making f- you feel not good. I feel like the toxoplasmosis parasite is a lot stronger than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's everywhere. We're all infected. We're like, what yeah, is happening? Seriously. Uh, a lot of oh. cats content um wholesome uh movie that is very good klaus on netflix k-l-a-u-s it's like an original and it's like the origin story of santa claus but it's all like it's so good is it a documentary (laughs) no it's an animated Uh, it's uh, another internet vigilante thing (laughs) (laughs) they hunt down santa claus and murder him no no it's like a it's an animated like children's but it's like so where the first santa claus came from yeah But it's like, it's just so good. And it comes up with like clever ways of his origin story. Like another way it could be, you know, it's not like real, but, but yeah. Cool. It's like Batman Begins for Santa Claus. Yeah, it's yeah. so good though. And the animation is amazing. But this time next year we'll be talking about Santa University and how it just came out to critical acclaim. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely crazy. we will. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with all the bad stuff. And we're back. And yeah, as... Uh, Jamie just pointed out we talked for a half hour without bringing up the fact that World War Three may be starting. Yay! Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to bring in super producer Anna Hosnier, uh, who's been following this story more closely than I have. Uh, and yeah, your family is from Iran. Uh, what's up, Anna? Oh, uh, nothing. Happy no. 2020, <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. Um... I mean, I, if you've been on the internet, maybe you've seen the World War Three is coming, which, I mean, World War Three, I don't know, that's kind of a weird thing to say, because it's more, um, maybe you heard, uh, the U.S. decided to um, kill, assassinate, assassinate uh, Qasem Soleimani, who is the, um, well, he was the uh, military leader of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, which Mm -hmm. the U.S. has. The U.S. and other countries like Saudi Arabia have designated them as a terrorist group. So they killed him in a drone strike at the Baghdad airport in Iraq. Honestly, I was I was at, you know, classically L.A. Anna. I was at Whole Foods when I got the news Mm. news alert and uh, sipping some green juice. Yeah. And uh, there was a moment while I was standing in the hot food area. Mm. where I think I I saw the news alert and then I, I think I stood in place just like in complete like panic. Like not like panic, but just like, oh my 
for about <laughs> 10 minutes because a woman like pushed me aside it was like yeah. excuse me i need to get to my mac and cheese right <laughs> and to me i was like goodbye lady like it, <laughs> yeah. w- it was just so i i can't really it, it just you to give Sarah some context, yeah. like, don't you realize we're all dead? <laughs> yeah, we're all dead exactly. <laughs> I was like, yeah, enjoy your mac and cheese, <laughs> bitch, because that's it. Right. <laughs> but um, to give some context, this man, Soleimani, while known as a very evil man to us and In most Iranians. Um, oh, really? Well, yeah, I mean, if you live within the country, some people support the regime, some people don't, as Got it, it goes. Okay. Um, but he's a known for being a very hardline leader. He was um, loved by the supreme leader, Khomeini. Uh, maybe you uh, know who that is, but he is the literal supreme leader of Iran and one of the most terrifying people on earth. Right. Um, there are pictures and video of him kind of consoling uh, the family uh, and like, you know, with a photograph of him just, next to him. Yeah, let's just say this man was like the number two in Iran, in a right. sense. It Not like- literally like he wasn't like, oh, I'm one step below the supreme leader, but he basically wasn't how he was treated with respect and his his opinions, how like his feelings on things were, they were taken very seriously. So he could go to the supreme leader and be like, I want to do this. And the supreme leader would be like, hey, you know what, Soleimani, I trust you. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the... Right. Intense situation we're in is is we killed basically. It's like if um you kill someone's best friend and that person is very uh dangerous right. and uh is going to react definitely yeah. going to react yeah. because he's like, "Yo, you killed my best friend." Um and another way it's like we showed up and we killed Pompeo. Right. And mm-hmm. we would all be like, "Damn, that was too bad." Well, our loss, like it's not going to go down that way. It's actually like a we've made a a big old gaff, right? Is to, to explain it. So as what was as the lead up to? So to this? at the end of December, um, there's a lot of like tension in Iraq right now. Iran has a lot of influence in Iraq, which um, right. Iraq doesn't necessarily like because they're trying to run their own country and they're trying to come back from the Saddam Hussein days. Like there's, and you know, there was ISIS had taken control. Like there's so much going on in Iraq. I feel like has been trying to get back on their feet and it's not really been possible because of all the kind of proxy wars going on within right. the country. Yeah. Um, so a U.S. civilian contractor was killed and several troops were injured in a rocket attack in Kirkuk. And um, the militia group that goes by Kateb Hezbollah was blamed. And if you kind of know, Hezbollah has been said to be an Iranian proxy group. There's a lot. It's hard to understand who is getting from what. But a lot of these. And Kirkuk is in Iraq. Yes, Kirkuk's in Iraq. Sorry. And a U.S. civilian contractor. So it wasn't a U.S. troop or a U.S. soldier. No, it was probably someone who was like Like being like. Like a BlackRock type. Yeah, being like, hey, I could get you these weapons for a good price. Uh Um, And then December 29th, um, U.S. planes, they bombed three sites in Iraq. Iraq, sorry. One of them, Al-Qaim, and then two sites in Syria, and 25 people were killed. And the sites are all tied to that Hezbollah proxy group. Um, and those 25 people, were there any like civilians or are they all Hezbollah? I'm not sure. Okay. To be honest with you, it's, uh, if it was Hezbollah, like it's very hard to find out the numbers because they're not. Those distinctions are like so foggy. It's like, (laughs) how do you know like that somebody is part of the militia or somebody who was like 
a family member of the militia or, you know. It's, yeah. It's... And then December 31st, um, militia-backed protesters uh, attacked the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, and that is said to have been planned by Soleimani, which Got is it. where on January 2nd, uh, the Iranian military leader Soleimani and five others, they're killed in a U.S. drone strike at the Baghdad airport. Uh, the U.S. officials have called it a defensive action. And they say, now this is the thing. Pompeo said this was because an imminent attack was going to take place. Right. And apparently they have a, a intelligence of this. But then right. the Pentagon came out and said it was meant to deter future Iranian aggression. That's two different things. Yeah. So we don't like know what's real or what happened. Shooting someone who has a gun aimed at you or being like, that guy seems dangerous. I'm going to yeah. shoot him based on my judgment that now, he's going to. I have I, another question. Sure, go ahead. Um, so what happened with the embassy like siege? Like, Did anybody die or did like... Yeah, I think there were, um, I don't know the exact oh, not, US, not U.S. ambassadors, though. Uh, no, a lot of people got out. I don't out. think anybody died, don't, actually. You don't think so? I, no, I think it was. was death? Well, there was like the, an official like announcement from the White House saying that people, like Americans in Iran should leave. Oh, yeah, they got to right. get out. This morning. Yeah, yeah, it was getting dangerous, and uh, but they eventually were able to get control of the situation. There was some speculation that the... Iraqi uh, like government allowed it to take place because of Iranian influence, and so okay. it's you know it's basically like Anna said, it's this like a proxy war that's going on for like struggling for influence, uh, and you know Iraqi leaders are not thrilled to have either of those people there like pushing them around, and so it's just a very complicated situation where different people are doing the bidding of either. Yeah. Iran or the US and it just seems to me like this is a very provocative assassination that's taken place that it, it just seems like it's a next or a higher level than any military action that the US has taken anywhere in a, in a long time like it it just seems like it's very provocative and also easily could spark something much larger yeah you know yeah. I mean, I think that's what people are reacting to. Well, yes. And it's kind of, it's a wild thing because this has been leading up, like we've been leading up to this. Trump has been causing problems with Iran since he pulled out of the nuclear deal. And um, there's this clip we have from Bernie Sanders that I think kind of nails the perfect amount of like, are you fucking kidding me? Like if you, if you attack another country, that's an act of war. And uh, you want to play it? Was President Trump's decision this week to call off that strike the right one? <laughs> See, it's like somebody setting a fire uh, to uh, a basket full of paper and then putting it out. Uh, he helped create the crisis and then he stopped the attacks. The idea that we're looking at a president of the United States who, number one, thinks that a war with Iran is something that might be good for this country. He was just doing a limited strike. Oh, just a limited strike. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I just didn't know that it's okay to simply attack another country with bombs, just a limited shot. That's an act of warfare. Yes, exactly. Right. And that was recorded six months ago before this, when we were still dealing with drone strikes where they, they shot down a U.S. drone over the Strait of Hormuz. Like, it, this has been going on for a while. And 
you can't do you just can't go and kill a top military general how and she, then think nothing's gonna happen how she like was talking she was like it's just limited though and yeah. i'm like do you know that people like are dying right. yeah it's yeah. so removed like from right. our our like lives that people like don't understand like how exactly what we were talking about earlier like we aren't given the truth about who's dying and no. why things are done and it's like so underreported here that you have to like really 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 look for what's going yeah on. and i i don't i i it's hard to say like be, you, again like they don't give us any information we don't know if the u.s has an exit plan we just know they've right. deployed over 3,500 additional troops in the middle east because iran vowed exact severe revenge on the u.s paratroopers too which i didn't know is that still uh, uh, i don't know I think but everything's still troopers are back yeah, yeah even like uh, Jamie said they told the Americans to leave. They were like, you got to get out. Now you're literally, you have an, a, a, what is it called when there's like a thing? or Target. S- a target on, sorry, yeah. useless. You have a target on your back because yeah. Iran is looking for you. They want to either one, capture probably Americans to use as like a political bargaining tool, which, hey, guess what? No one's bargaining with Iran. Yeah. So you right. have to get out of there for your own safety. I heard Iran said it is what it is. Yeah, they were like, Irishman sorry, joke. bro. It's, it's, um, it's, CNBC had a headline and for an opt-ed that was, America just took out a, a man many consider the world's number one okay. bad guy. Like I the propaganda machine is already starting. That yeah. piece is is written by a warmonger. I read that piece. It Isn't is, it? do not believe. I mean, it is, the facts are there, but the way it's written is like, oh, well now all these Amer- all these Iranians can finally look forward to this great new life without this like man overlooking them. And and, and it's just like, this, that's not how it works. It was terrifying because this is from 16 hours ago and yeah. they're already spinning it. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. of course. It's yeah. insane. I mean, it's and it's like, I mean, how many wars are we going to have to live through in our like lives? But it, it's... I, I feel like it's kind of unbelievable that they expect people to still fall for that yeah. uh, of like, yeah, we were uh, alive for the last war. And like y'all said that, yeah, too. And no totally one's going to fuck that up. I don't know. The New York I think, Times. But I think the danger is that people do believe it. Yeah. Like like when you people don't uh, I think there's like an issue with people being able to like critically think and pick between media mm-hmm. and like I, I think maybe like we we know and we well, are yeah, aware but it's like it that's the terrifying part is that they do have influence and they're like already deploying it I thought yeah something yeah. I found like very I mean all of this is is terrifying but just um when the news kind of broke it didn't seem like anyone in the White House or elsewhere had like a lot of information or no. like warning no. that this was going to happen. Like Trump did the fucking low quality JPEG of the American flag, American but flag. it was like, I, I, tried to look for you know like sources of like just yeah. to contextualize it a little better and and most people who like report on the middle east were like we don't fucking know what is going no. on yeah and it what's... took him until the following day the third of january to say uh we we terminated him and which very <sighs> cool and then we took <sighs> action to stop a war not to start a war but um what but also, they think Pentagon says they're not going to have a press briefing. The Pentagon. Right. Hi, About a uh, major mili- Did right. you guys just drop a bomb less than 24 hours ago to assassinate a man and you're not going to have a press I mean, briefing? This is the yeah. danger of having a <sighs> modern president where, you know, so much of the, you know, breaks and uh, protections that are put in place are norms and he doesn't, res- he doesn't like, you know, honor any norms. So... You know, he just does stuff by his gut, and we're left to sit back and wonder, uh, 
you know, what, why he did them. I mean, I think that's the big question a lot of people are speculating about now. Like, one of the things I had given Trump credit for, and this is a redefinition of lowering the bar, but, uh, you know, despite being a completely ego-driven narcissist bordering on solipsism with the functional intellect of a an insecure 12-year-old, he has managed not to end the world uh, through the first three years of his presidency. Yeah. Uh, and that all may have changed uh, now. And mm. the most generous interpretation, I think, is that when, when you have somebody like that with no morals and no convictions, they are always going to be around the generals and the military industrial complex. And there's just going to be this gravitational pull to try and pull them towards starting a war. Uh, that's just how, like what the scariest thing about Trump getting elected to me was this anecdote about the Cuban missile crisis when uh, JFK and RFK mm. were the only people in the room who opposed actions that would have ended the world. But they were like, no, we're, fuck the military leaders like they just want to start a war and like they had to have backbone and like leadership qualities to stop that from happening and uh we just don't have that sort of person now so that's the most generous interpretation now there are some other interpretations going around like some people have pulled out this quote uh from trump during the obama administration where he uh, repeatedly predicted that Obama would attack Iran to help him get reelected, uh, and we we even have a video. Let's let's hear what the president had to say. Our president will start a war with Iran because he has absolutely no ability to negotiate. True. He's weak and he's ineffective. True. We have a real problem in the White House. Ding. So, I believe that he will attack Iran sometime prior to the election because he thinks that's the only way he can get elected. Isn't it pathetic? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Well um, done. I sure feel like uh, he doesn't understand. Like, you don't just attack Iran. You just don't do it. Yeah, no, nobody... No it's a, it's like, a bad idea to go to war you know with Iran. So Good vibe. <laughs> yeah. It's so arrogant to think that you're like the world's police. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw some articles or, you know, yeah, I think there were opinion pieces from people who are like more, you know, the the center left even who were saying like, nobody fears us in the Middle East anymore. And that's a problem. <laughs> and it's like, is it? Is that a problem that like we. And also they do because we keep fucking things up. Right. We keep it's the incompetency. Uh, also, the last time a president was impeached, uh, I will read you a New York Times headline uh, from that. Impeachment vote in House delayed as Clinton launches Iraq airstrike, citing military need to move swiftly. So this, <laughs> it, there might just be a presidential like playbook where they're like, if impeached, uh, you know, launch airstrike in Iraq. Um, yeah. yeah, so I mean, just to end this I, what a war with Iran would look like. Uh, yeah. Just to be clear, Iran's not going to come bomb the U.S. If you fear that we are going to go to a World War Three on our mainland, that's not going to happen. So right. don't fear. But the Middle East will become so deeply destabilized. A lot of people will die over there. 
Um, and Iran can attack U.S. military targets in the Middle East, like in the region. And of course, I think proxy wars will step up and go even beyond proxy wars where Iran will be the people being like, oh, it's us. Right. You know, it's us. Um, and guess what? We're probably all going to get hacked. Right. Because Iranians, very smart. They know how to hack. Right. And, and they we, also... I they mean, can ruin our infrastructure in a lot of ways. They are allied with Russia. So... I mean that that's the other big fear I think people well, have. Well, Russia is Russia starts... is dying to take control of the Middle East, and that right. is just yeah. I think this could yeah could give them give them what what right what they wanted. Oh my God, the long con. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Pavel, you're totally right about just like the I don't know just the media being weaponized to kind of get people on board and convince other. I mean, even the way that some presidential candidates have been tweeting about it are like a little bit. I don't know, wishy-washy of like, well, he wasn't a great guy, so it's not horrible. But also it is, you know. Like, like terrorist is trending at yeah. 800,000 tweets or whatever. It's like th that's just how they're painting him without talking about the repercussions of everything. Yeah. Right. Um, well, also trending right now uh, is something <laughs> that I think is on everybody's mind. Yeah. Uh, and that is uh, Cole's... <laughs> And Under Armour they finally have teamed, teamed up. up for a collaboration, a sweepstakes. Uh, so as everyone was worried that the world was about to come to an end, I love the, the top <laughs> six things trending on Twitter uh, were about the you know the story we just talked about: U.S. airstrike and assassination three, of Trump's war, Iran's top military leader. Uh, and, yeah. So uh, and then the number one or two thing trending uh, at any given time. Uh, on that day was Cole's ex Under Armour. I mean, I'll always remember being in the Whole Foods when I learned about the, <laughs> the Cole's ex Under, Under Armour team collabo. Up. Uh, and this uh, lady was like, "My mac and cheese," and I was like, "Not your mac and cheese!" <laughs> I was like, no, "Don't you understand?" The Under Armour. They finally yeah. teamed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh well, you know. Jesus, there's so yep. much yeah. news to talk about, uh, but we're not gonna have time to get to all of it, so. Mm -hmm. Uh, it'll still be there, tomorrow, be there tomorrow, I guess, unfortunately. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, there's all sorts of other important things happening. Mark Zuckerberg was spotted at Costco. Oh, uh, my God. Pretending to be human. Head cannon was he was there with Priscilla, his wife. Um, <laughs> and is that your impression of guys with wives? <laughs> yes, this is my wife. A Bechtel cast in joke on not that show, uh, but she, they went together in what you know silicon. They went in hell. They went to the Costco closest to hell, right? And they're looking at flat screens first of all. So don't make no mistake. They're still rich, right? Um, but my theory is that like Mark was being naughty, naughty in their big scary mansion, and Priscilla was like, you know what? We got to bring you back down to earth. I've heard of this place. This is your <laughs> it's called Costco, and she <laughs> as a punishment, he had to walk among the people. He looks. He's looking at the flat screens uh, in this photograph with a with a look of almost like bemusement. Like, oh, look at that. That's cute. There's like a little little flat screen there. Do you think he was just walking around Costco like, oh, yeah, oh, the poor. Look at what they do. Aww. He was going. He was walking around going hot or not. 
<laughs> listen, listening to that. It's like, let me rank. Let me create a website to rank all these things. <laughs> it's like listening to the music and Costco like, is this Despacito? He still hasn't heard Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find it anywhere. Well, Facebook needs an That's audio. That's how Mark is trying to relate to the kids. He's walking around like, what's Despacito all about? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, um, <laughs> Mark, what? He's, I mean, he's a supervillain, but he went to Costco. So we have no choice but to stand, Jack. Yes. No choice but to stand. That is oh, our 2020 that's motto. That's why Sam's Club is the club of the people. Dude, I've never been to a Sam's Club. That's all we had in Utah. Or that's the only one that my family went to in yeah, Utah. Yeah. It's wow. like a Hardee's Carl Jr. thing. I think they're just they're owned by the same company. We yeah. had a Costco, but my parents refused to like, they thought the membership prices weren't fair. So we went to the ice cream stand outside the Costco, yeah. which is very reasonable. The pizza's good too. Re- yes. Yeah. Pizza yeah. is like good giant, yeah. giant yeah. pizza with like way too much cheese on it but then you get like shafted at the door you can't do anything yeah but then you can't get in to get the uh chickens which are the whole i i somebody was telling me about like some article they read where the costs benefit for costco to sell those chickens because the rotisserie chickens at costco are famously like some of the best anywhere and they only cost 4.99 and so yeah, what's they're going it, on. So what's they the do it. They put it at the very back of the thing. So you have to go buy all the stuff uh, in order to get there. And so even though they're losing money on the rotisserie chickens, you, selling it, it back. they make it back just getting you in the door. Smart and design. also because of the yeah. If I ever lived in a space that was larger than two feet by two feet, I would get a Costco membership. But unfortunately, I don't have space for items. Or if it's, I ever like lived with yeah. people that would love me and, right, and like if I ever with like me. had love, <laughs> if I ever found love, then I'd go to Costco. Uh, I would like to. I like. I like the ritual like of Costco. Like I. I want. I want Costco for myself someday. But I'm not there yet. When right. Kanye okay. said, "Gotta use ID to even gotta use ID to get inside a Sam's Club," he was talking about Barry his soul to his his the love of his life right. <laughs> that's what he was talking about i want to get into like an argument at a costco that's that's what i want costco it's the new lot. ikea yeah. <laughs> exactly costco parking lot is pretty uh intense like is that, have you have you gotten into it in the costco parking lot? i have not but i can see myself doing that in that would one of a, my weaker moments that would be a really fun okay i bet if i spent a couple of weekends walking around either in Ikea or a Costco parking lot, the things you could overhear would be life-changing. Like yeah. the, the gripes you would hear between people yes. would be so good. That That's a podcast. We should- There's we should a, just... I'm going to, there, there, I'm dropping everything. <laughs> there, fuck gonna everything walk else. walk in a circle around the Burbank Ikea <laughs> for six weeks. Um, but yeah, because people are pushing around shopping carts that are the size of cars- and there, people are also like fighting for parking spots. To it's it's you, just, they, you can't bring a car you like into that parking lot. Right. Yeah, you have gonna, to bring mm-hmm. like your bumper car. Your yeah. spare. <laughs> My spare. <laughs> you have to use the cart as a car and right. Flintstone your way out of there. People should drive their Segway eggs in there. How many flat screens do you think Mark Zuckerberg bought? He's just you, looking yeah, at them what? like I they're so like, adorable. I, but I feel like he's like looking at it at like the screen technology and it's like this is trash. Right. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure. He's yeah. Like, we, what would be cooler than a million screens? A billion screens. His, right. His, like, <laughs> his like, eyes have better screen technology. He's like updated. He's a cyborg now. <laughs> right. Oh, well, God. and also he probably has people come and perform TV shows for him in person. 
Silicon <laughs> yeah, Valley. Yeah. It's just TJ Miller in his right. apartment. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> like reenacting everything. That's TJ Miller's second act. Yeah, He's Mark Zuckerberg. I said dude. apartment about Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> No one caught that he lives in a fucking mansion. Not in a, <laughs> like, he, he for sure lives in. I I wonder what his house looks like. He has uh, an entire block of houses. He uh, bought a mansion and then bought all the neighboring houses so uh, nobody could see his mansion. Uh, so imagine like growing uh, up in this like weird post-apocalyptic sick. like block where like there's just abandoned houses like surrounding you. Like his that would be Jeffrey so strange. Star for his just kids. did that. Basically, yeah, yeah. I just I, I don't know who that is. Makeup you know, artist, Jack. Yes, I got really Jeffrey depressed Star- and I watched all those rival videos of them fighting with each other, like <gasps> really? James Charles and Jeffrey Star and somebody else. Uh, Jan- the other the, lady, Jeffrey Charles or Je- whoa, James Jeffrey Star is a, a strange person. But I, I like him. Like Shane Dawson is his little like Igor oh. now, and so they just did like a big house tour of Jeffrey Star's new house, and it's like a Marvel villain. And- it's so scary and shane dawson was the one who had to tweet about not fucking his cat yes right? okay yeah. great and all we bring these it very back to cats. sinister youtuber yeah that shane dawson oh, that was my highlight of the decade shane dawson was like i didn't have sex with my cat how many times do i have to say this <laughs> i didn't have sex with my cat i know i but said then, i had sex with my right, cat but, but i didn't I joking, took it back. but then when you he, when you look at it it seems like he had sex with his cat and also i didn't know who shane dawson was before that tweet right <laughs> That's, That's a, a hell of a way to put yourself to, on the map. My brother yeah. and I have this horrible ritual where we watch all of Shane Dawson's videos together. There, there. It's the some of the worst content you could ever make. What does make. he do? So basically, his deal is he makes so much money off of YouTube. Um, and you can tell that he like because the longer people watch your YouTube videos, the more money you make. So he makes absurdly long videos about nothing, and it's like he'll do these like expose documentaries. He's done one on one of the Paul brothers. He did one on Jeffrey Star, and it's just these like ten hour long documentaries really? that he'll make. Yeah, and they're mostly about him and his husband. And but then also you go to Jeffrey like, and it it's. It's the most obnoxious thing. He edits it himself and it shows like it's it's mm. really it's really nasty. It's a really nasty corner of the internet and it's like populated almost solely by children, which is also weird. Yes. Uh, but he's like the most po- like one of the most popular YouTubers. Every one of his horrible videos has like 10 million views. Anyways, check out his documentary Don't Fuck Cats, not to be confused <laughs> with Don't, don't fuck, fuck with Cats. <laughs> Remove the win. Uh, not to be confused with cats. Uh, very good. <laughs> it's called Don't Fuck Cats parentheses. I, I would fucked never. my cat. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more story I think we need to talk about uh, before we go, because I think this is going to shape the way uh, we look in the future and the future looks in the future. Uh, just in time for 2020. Segway is back. and it's The Segweg. The Segweg. <laughs> Holy shit. It's an egg. It's a Segway. It's a Segweg. Uh, it's the chair from Wally. It's literally the chair from Wally. Okay, I'm thrilled about the new Segway. Uh, DJ Daniel told me that I didn't know that Segway makes birds and limes. So they're actually, oh, they're... we've been laughing at them and, and making arrested development jokes about them. But in the meantime, 
she's been thriving you know like segway right. is killing it and they just introduced this egg chair that it's um it's basically uh they're like okay standing is over we're all sitting now. You're sitting in the chair from Wally, um, and and you control it with a little joystick. Although they're trying to develop technology that you can just kind of lean, and but it doesn't work like a regular Segway. You have to drive it like a little video game. It goes up to 24 miles an hour. It's called the S Pod, even though it should be called the Segweg. Yes. Um, and <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I was this whole time. <laughs> That's the see the media brands things the way they want. To. Uh, yes. Absurd. And they're if, not even good at it. It's like when they had the sequel to Now You See Me called Now You See Me Too instead of Now You Don't. You're like, this is a very clear mistake. Right. Uh, what is wrong with you? But it's called the S Pod. And Segway also admitted for some reason that it was inspired by the gyrosphere from Jurassic World, which is really embarrassing for them. Okay, right. I was getting major um like grandparent uh up the stairs chair vibes, yes. right? It has that Where too. you just like you're like sit in this seat. Well, it looks like, like a kind of futuristic jazzy scooter. Because, yeah. Like it's a jazzy scooter except it's on two big wheels instead of four little ones. I mean, it just has like I mean, it's it's it, I'm sure that it will be helpful for for many people. Yes. Um, absolutely. But but in terms of a major consumer product, it is uh, dystopian adjacent. Yes. Uh we're all going to be giant billowy pillowy soft-bodied uh, oh, Wally people. And if we Ooh. were like annoyed with like l- the scooters being in our way before <laughs> <laughs> like this is gonna be so annoying I mean the scooters became such a like the, I still think the scooter is like one of the funniest things I've just like a person a human douchebag can do is just go like ride out of a room on a Segway scooter but it's scooter. like every friend of mine that I've talked to has gotten into an accident on a scooter you I've been s- hit by them <laughs> Uh, several times. I don't know how they survived the fact that uh, the guy who bought Segway in 2010 oh, yeah. drove, like, bought it and promptly uh, drove it off a cliff and died. Uh, like, Wait, what? He didn't buy a Segway. He uh, owned the company. His yeah, name was that's how he Jimmy Heseldon. Mm-hmm. He was a British multimillionaire. Uh, he bought <sighs> Segway in January uh, and then drove one of them off the company's uh, drove one of the company's two wheeled scooters off a cliff and into a river and died. Okay, to yeah. be fair, that's sixty two. That should be an Adam McKay movie, right? Like, <laughs> 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 sounds like an Adam McKay movie I want to watch. That's wild. Yes, um, but they're they're apparently doing well with their. Limes and well, his, remember, his his legacy lives on yeah, through this segway. I mean, I remember when they released when they uh, unveiled the segway in the first place. Like there was a lot of mainstream media buzz. Like there's going to be a, a innovation that's revealed tomorrow that is going to change the future, and uh, it didn't. But they kind of no. did with the limes and the except for that one guy. birds. Yeah, yeah. And they changed that guy's <laughs> they changed future. Changed his future, right? Um, well, uh, well, guys, <laughs> what, a, what a start to 2020. Yikes, yikes, uh, yikes. Pallavi, it's been a pleasure having you. Where Thank can people you. find you? Um, I'm at Pallavi Ganalan, P-A-L-L-A-V-I-G-U-N-A-L-A-N. And that's my website, my Instagram, my Twitter, and my Facebook. All right. And is there a tweet or some work of social media that you've been enjoying? Yes. Uh, my friend, Caitlin Weyerhauser, uh, had a tweet at Uncle Kate. Uh, they said, 
I love going up to women who are clearly with their boyfriend slash husband in public and asking, I'm sorry, is this man bothering you? (laughs) Because nine times out of ten, she will say, you know what? Actually, yes. And that's a completely legal way to make strangers fight. Right. (laughs) Uh, Jamie, is there a tweet you've been enjoying and where can people find you, follow you? Uh, Okay. Uh, So you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help and Instagram at... Um, at um, at uh, Jamie Cray Superstar. You can listen to My Year in Mensa. It came out two days ago. And, uh, it's the it's the whole Mensa thing. It's it's done. I'm done. You can listen You're to done. it. It's, it's four parts. It's done. Boom. Um, a tweet. Uh, well, listen. I'm just gonna need a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen. Well, listen, Jack. I I'm never prepared for this part. Do you have one? I do. You, you do. Oh well. Yeah. Oh my I God. I didn't know we were being silent just for me. No, you go. You go. You go. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. A couple of tweets I've been enjoying from Pixelated Boat. Uh, in the last decade, colon, I met my future wife. I got my legs stuck in two separate toilets. I got married. I sued the toilet maker for fourteen million dollars. My wife left me for a guy who wasn't stuck in two toilets. <laughs> I lost the toilet money gambling online. Legs still stuck in toilets. Uh, Blake Wexler tweeted something that I completely identify with. He tweeted, 10 or 15 times since visiting my parents, I've meant to turn on a light but instead hit the garbage disposal switch. And let me tell you, it does not get any less startling. Uh, And then the volatile mermaid at, oh no, she twittened, tweeted, future history class teacher, how did World War III start? Anyone? Yes, Khaleesi, kid. It's teacher. No, I meant Khaleesi M. Her hand was up first. It started because President Trump was jealous that President Obama was more popular. Teacher, correct. Holster's gun. Uh, and oh, then God. David Gout to hell uh, tweeted, uh, energy I'm channeling in 2020. And it's just a screen cap of uh, somebody else's Twitter, Eras, E-R-R-A-S, uh, who tweeted, this edible is taking forever. And then... Immediately after Sega PlayStation, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cite. Uh, I was going through some best tweets of the decade lists, uh, and I'm gonna cite maybe one of my favorite tweets of all time. I like to RT it every once in a while. Piers Morgan tweeted it on September second, two thousand twelve. <laughs> it reads only. <laughs> I want to die. (laughs) (laughs) Did he really? Yeah, he's never deleted it. People retweet it all the time. (laughs) He just, real Paris Morgan tweeted in 2012, I want to die, period. (laughs) Oh my God. Just a cry for help that. Has not stopped crying. There all the, there's so here. many good ones. Cor, cor, all Cory Booker's creepy as coffee as my girlfriend tweets. There are a lot of good tweets oh in the gosh. 2010s. The website should uh, be deleted, but uh, you know, Twitter. Paris Morgan once said, "I want to die." Period. Yes. And the tweet that Jamie referenced earlier uh, was from one of my favorite writers, Anna Dresden, SNL writer, former Cracked writer. Uh, at Anna Dresden, she tweeted, "Got to stick around for the Little Women post-credit scene." Uh, and then in parentheses, Beth's hand shoots out of the grave. A man in a lab coat looks up. It's Jeffrey Wright. He takes off his glasses. She's ready. An extra hands him an AK. Let's just hope she's on our side. Blackout. Uh, yes, I had liked that. All right. Well, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website. 
dailyzeitgeist.com where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as the song we ride out on. Super producer, Anna Hosnier, do you have a song for us to ride out on? Yes, so I heard this recently. It's a cover of Clint Eastwood by the Gorillas, but it's by this uh, group called Freedom Fry. And it's really cool because they do even like the Dell, the funky homo sapien part. It's just so great. It's really well done and I enjoy it and it's very like low low key right. like fun same vibe and a callback to the those halcyon days when we called french fries freedom fries that's right you remember mm-hmm. that hey guys stop calling them french fries they're freedom fries yeah. just well, kidding it's wife. 20 we both called them freedom fries it's 2020 it's mcdonald's and if stuff. you're still eating carbs you're out of your goddamn mind yeah, exactly. <laughs> just joking uh, find another way to <laughs> insult the french uh all right. Well, that's going to do it for this first episode of 2020. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, Saturday, January 25th, 8 p.m. at the Gateway Theater in San Francisco. Uh, we are going to be doing a live show. Uh, I think oh, we have confirmed yeah. guests. I'm going to be in town uh, then. Sketch Fest. Are you really? Yeah, I'm oh, doing our sketch fest. That'll be so fun. Oh, shit. Um, uh, yeah, so you guys check it out. Tickets are going incredibly fast. So okay. I don't know if that's true. Ours, ours are going at a normal pace. I do not have access to the numbers, but uh, I'm sure that because come on, Zach, get, get out there. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for today. We will be back tomorrow. Miles will be back tomorrow, uh, and we will talk to you guys then because it is a daily podcast. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Talk to you then. Hey, we'll talk to you Hey, okay, Jack. Stop going. Hey. Hey, man. I'll talk to you. I want to die. <laughs> Finally, someone let me out of my cage. Now, time for me is nothing because I'm counting no age. Now, I couldn't be there. Now, you shouldn't be scared. I'm good at repairs and I'm under each nair. Intangible. Bet you didn't think so. I command you to. Panoramic view. Look, I'll make it all manageable. Pick and choose. Sit and lose all your different crews. Chicks and dudes. Who you think is really kicking tunes? Picture you. Getting down in a picture tube Like you lit the fuse You think it's fictional, mystical, maybe spiritual Hero who appears in you to clear of you when you're too crazy Life listed those a definition for what life